Hey, David, do you ever spend time with someone and just feel like, totally amazed at their knowledge and expertise? Oh my gosh. I spend imaginary time with Justin Timberlake daily, and I'm constantly blown <laughs> away by his insane <laughs> ability to master everything he does. Oh, David. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Today, we get to spend time with career broadcast journalist, university professor, podcaster, and all-around brilliant woman. You know who this is. <laughs> well, that's even better than Justin. Yes, it is. You must be speaking about Hillary Russo, host of the Holistically Speaking podcast. I am. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Mastering the Podcaster Mindset. I'm Tiffany Kane, podcast coach and professional development expert. And I am David Seiss, professional dialogue and voiceover editor. Together, we will go on a journey with you to truly master the podcasting mindset. Let's break past mindset beliefs that often create barriers to success. You will learn techniques and insider secrets to raise the power of your content and the quality of your sound. We believe your voice is powerful. Your story needs to be told and there is someone out there who will be inspired because you have the courage to share your insights through your podcast. Now, here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of Mastering the Podcaster Mindset. As we said in the intro, we have the amazing, fantastic, and so fun Hilary Russo of the Holistically Speaking Podcast. She is an award-winning professor of broadcast journalism. She has years of being an award-winning TV journalist. And we are just so excited to hear from her about how she has mastered the podcaster mindset. Welcome, Hilary. Hi. So great to be here. Yay. <laughs> okay, so we're going to dive right in because we want to know. You have so much great information to share. What was the biggest mindset challenge you had to overcome when you were launching your podcast? You're, what, 70-something episodes in now, so you have to think back a little while. But what was your biggest mindset challenge? Actually, pressing record. I mean, <laughs> it, it's so funny, Tiffany. I my friend who's a prod podcast producer, Alan Seals, has been producing my podcast since day one, and he's also a, uh, has his own podcast network. And I was really standing in the tension for a while. And I have a feeling a lot of that pressing record and actually doing it comes from me being in the broadcast headspace, mm -hmm. which is very different, but similar in a lot of ways because I'm holding space for people to share their stories, which I've been doing for 25 years. And sometimes we want to make things so much more difficult than they are. And they're not. And it was really just a coincidence that it happened during the pandemic that he's like, Hill, shit or get off the pot. Like, do it now, <laughs> right? Because we had already recorded a couple episodes prior to the pandemic in person mm -hmm. at his studio in New York City. And I just realized, Ooh. I'm like, why am I holding back on this? Like, what? When am, we're always in the space of waiting for, well, I'll do it when. Well, I'll make mm -hmm. it happen when. Well, when is now the right time? You know, when now is the right time? How about now? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And that's a powerful thing I share a lot with my clients is when is now the right time? The answer is in the question, right? Exactly. So exactly. that was it. <laughs> that that was me standing in the tension and saying, "There's now is the right time because stories need to be told. People have voices. I've been holding space for people to share them for two decades now. 
And this is just one other media outlet that gives people a space to share their voice. Oh, I love that. That is so great. You're speaking our language. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So uh, speaking of of success and and that sort of stuff with your podcast, what are some of the metrics that you use for success with with your podcast besides downloads? Because a lot of people focus on downloads and that's kind of like the big thing, especially when you're starting out. Oh gosh, I've got 10 downloads. I've got 30 downloads, right? And so as you've grown to keep focused on on improving and whatnot. What do you use even currently when you started? Like, what are some of the things that you've gone through for that? David, that's a great question because we are so much more than our numbers. We mm. really are. And I get right. it. We have to have some kind of a metric system to, you know, analytics, metrics. Those words are so, they're such buzzwords now, right? Yeah. But we are yeah. so much more than our numbers. And while I understand there's an importance there, it's really about engagement. It's hearing from my podcast guests, my guests and my listeners saying, I love this episode. I love what you did here. I I am so grateful that you shared this because I was going through a similar experience. And it's the constant engagement that I have with those listening, with those maybe who haven't listened yet, and creating a space that doesn't make me untouchable, right? Mm-hmm. Because while the podcasting space might be relatively newer to me, you know, I'm not, I haven't been doing this for years, 20 years as a podcast. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't podcast has been around a while, but mm-hmm. it's been around a while now. Right. Yeah. But it's really yeah. become something, you know, mm-hmm. especially with the digital age growing. And there are a sure. lot of people that know me from television. Mm-hmm. And I don't want them to feel that I'm untouchable because I'm in a space that they have never been able to reach me. And the digital age right. has created a space for us to be able to reach out and reach back. We see it in TikTok. We see it in Instagram. Mm-hmm. More so those two platforms more than anything. And letting mm-hmm. them know, yeah. hey, you, you have a question? I'm, I'm the one answering my questions. You know, I don't have a team of people, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's me. It's the real me. And and I think that's a level of metric mm-hmm. when you see that you are as human as anybody else and it, it creates a space for connection. Oh, my gosh. Human also. connection. Ha. Huh. Right. So great. That's so great. (laughs) Podcasting is such an intimate um, medium with that, where you do, you get that human connection and you do feel like, you know, the podcaster, like they're your friend. That's, I love the human connection piece. Thank you for that. Of course. Speaking of human connection, we're going to get a little, um, I'm going to get a little fangirl right now because (laughs) you managed to get some pretty awesome guests on your podcast. One of the fangirl moments I've had listening to your podcast is you had Dan Butner on, the Blue Zone guy. Um, so how, you know, what is it like? What mindset challenges have you had to overcome to give mm. you the con- confidence to reach out to big guests like Dan Butner and some of the other amazing guests that you've had on your podcast? I think it goes back to the same thing I was just saying, you know, they're not untouchable. Mm. And what's the right. worst they can say? No. Yeah. It's a, and mm-hmm. I think we live in that space of rejection a lot of times. Mm-hmm. It's going back to the inner child. Oh, my God, they don't want to be, they don't want to sit at the lunch table with me. They don't want me to play <laughs> in the kickball game with them. But here's the thing. I just never stopped, I just never stopped asking. And mm. a lot of times uh, for those who are looking to build a podcast or, or, or make their podcast better out there of your listeners – it's getting to know the people 
that are surrounding that person that you want, Ooh, right? That's a good okay. So I reached out to Dan directly, but then when I heard back from his assistant, Sam, I'm going to give Sam a shout out because he was great for the year that we were chit chatting. I realized mm-hmm. that um, it, it's it's really building a relationship with those that support that person you want as well, because it wasn't. The ability getting Dan on while he was he was traveling, we were in a pandemic. He wasn't taking any podcast, you know. He wasn't doing any podcast for a while. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can be patient. I can be patient and right. wait for this guy, and I'm going to come back when he launches the book because that's when they actually want to get the exposure. But it's coming from your authentic right. self too. It's not setting up some kind of a game plan and some like maniacal thing like, ooh, I'm going to get him when he does this. But that's really when they want to share more because they have a message that they're really passionate about sharing. And I know Dan from all the, the books that he's written on the Blue Zones, from living the Blue Zones, from exploring those Blue Zones, that he wants to get that message out there because he's yes. authentically passionate about it. So when I heard back, hey, you know, his book drops X date, and I'm like, done. You can take any day of my week if I can get you on this podcast. And that's when it happened, yeah. you know? And we had the most beautiful conversation. He's so much fun. The dude got me to join TikTok, which I was so resistant. <laughs> that cracks me up. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I haven't got done you to join either. TikTok. That <laughs> was, cracks me up. It was totally damn Buettner. Look, there were other people that are like, Hillary, you have a message. Your voice is your superpower. Your connection is your superpower. Why are you not on TikTok? And for years, I resisted TikTok. And it wasn't, it, and, and it was when Dan said, you need to be on TikTok. You're an influencer. You're, you would be awesome on TikTok. And I'm looking at Dan Buettner saying this to me. And I'm like, Dan Buettner says I'm awesome and I need to be on TikTok. I'm joining TikTok. <laughs> and I totally joined TikTok like within the next week. That night. Right? Well, like the minute I stopped pressing record, I was on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, it, it's hard. It, but like I'm starting it two years later than everyone's starting it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just sharing my message, especially with the work that I do in mental health and holistic health. That's really more of what I'm using that space for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, right. you know, Dan was a really powerful de- guest for me. One of many, but probably one of my bucket list guests that I definitely mm-hmm. wanted on the show, especially because of the work I do in holistic health. And we're not right. going to lie. I mean, there's also that like, you know, it's Dan Buechner. Okay. So uh, yeah, maybe I have like a little bit of a crush on Dan Buechner. I'm just going to say that right now. It's very true. Okay. I was crushing that. in the moment. We're not, we're not cutting that it's out. It's fine. Out. Let That's him know. Put it out there. It's fine. And it's so much about just who he is. I mean, everything he's created, you know, yeah. being that National Geographic fellow and explorer and journalist and me being a journalist as well, you gravitate to the people that you are that you admire and I've always mm-hmm. admired him as a journalist as well. So mm-hmm. there's a level of the holistic living and then there's the level of the journalist living and both mm-hmm. of those together right. I'm like he's doing exactly what what I've wanting to do and what I was putting my passion with my purpose together taking the media side of Hillary and the and the mental health and holistic side of Hillary and pairing them together into that passion and purpose and putting them together becoming your profession. Yeah, yeah. so it's alignment definitely that's great. And listeners, yeah. we are linking um, that episode in the show notes because you guys need to listen. You've got to hear Hillary and Dan Buettner together. It's pretty awesome. So go down into the show notes and click on that link. Thank you for that. 
Of yeah. course. It's so, so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Hillary, part of, I don't know, for me, it would be kind of a highlight of my podcasting career, but we noticed that you were spotlighted in the number one slot on Squadcast 15 interview podcasts we should listen to. So congratulations on that. That's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> yeah. What do you think were the biggest factors in getting you to that point on getting you that little bit of recognition? I mean, huge surprise. It wasn't something I put in for, and I, I see it kind of just come up with my name tagged on it, and I was like, okay. I, I think, <laughs> in my mind, I think it's I'm, I'm having authentic conversations. Uh, I I don't even really call them interviews, right? Because and I'm mm-hmm. as a college professor with students that are learning how to be better. What I teach is compassionate journalism. You know, I've been a journalist mm-hmm. for years since the days of nine, like prior to nine eleven. I was on air during nine eleven. And that moment changed me, and I realized that I don't want to have interviews because that that separates you. I think interview, I think somebody on the other side of the hiring table. For me, it's having conversations. And I get it. They called it the number, you know, the 15 best interview podcasts you can tune into, Mm -hmm. right, by Squadcast. Thanks to – shout out to Squadcast because they they actually are collaborators with me. Uh, But I – I think a lot of that just goes back to holding space for people authentically, mm-hmm. letting them share their stories, not being overproduced. Like Tiffany and I have talked about this on on um, even my podcast, holistically speaking, about the idea of not overproducing. You know, there there are there are so many conversations and interviews quote unquote, out there where everything's edited and things are edited out. And then it just becomes right. like, you know, what we're used to seeing in television and radio. Mm-hmm. But but podcasting is just so much more organic and real. Yes. And yeah. when we remove that element of realness and remove that element of authenticity and organic, and I get it, there has to be a place for things to be adjusted, which <laughs> talking to a sound guy, I can understand that. <laughs> yeah. it, it, I get it, but it, it's not taking everything out. It's being okay, right. leaving the realness in or else it's not a conversation. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. I yeah, think that's a that's, part of it. We push that a lot. Yeah. 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 We definitely feel the same. And, I'm and it doesn't hurt that. when it doesn't hurt when your kitty yeah. cat becomes part of the interview as well. Yes. <laughs> she does. <laughs> when I was on <laughs> when I was interviewing on Hillary's podcast, she asked me a question and her cat just starts meowing. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I agree with her. I Eliza one hundred percent. Eliza <laughs> Eliza funny. is a wise one. She, she loves to step in and I, you know, she won't meow a lot, but that was just like perfect timing that I have to leave it in. It was like, I asked the question she answered and then (laughs) Tiffany answered. It was nice. Sometimes she makes an appearance and she'll sit behind me and I'm like, you know what? Again, realism. I'm a woman. I'm I'm, I'm recording at home. This is my, my, my baby. And it's not like having kids running through, which again, that's organic too. We've seen that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, not on my podcast, but in- it, it, <laughs> We've seen it on ours. I, I'm not going to say, but it can happen, right? I mean, this is realism and yep. it can mm-hmm. happen and it's organic. And honestly, I mean, she's pet therapy for me. So sometimes she's sitting mm-hmm. on my lap. Yeah. Sometimes she might be sitting back here. And you just you got to roll with the punches. We're living life. We're, what is it? Ram Das, the spiritual leader, you know, may he rest in peace, even though he's all around us. He always says we're all just walking each other home. And we are. Mm, so stop trying to pull out that. the walk. It's part of yeah. the journey. Yeah. We're not, yeah. It's not the outcome. It's, it's the journey. So. I love that. Yeah. 
I totally went existential from talking about my cat. I don't know how that I happened, love it. whatever. <laughs> I love it. And you know, Hillary, I got to tell you. You see where that place of calm takes you, though? <laughs> I got to tell you what I just did, because this will crack you up. So, David, Hillary and I, on her podcast, were talking about Snoop Dogg. Somehow we traveled Snoop Dogg. So when you said that, I said that in Snoop Dogg's voice, which made it even better. Oh, I, like, I was like picturing Snoop Dogg saying... Let's go on this journey together. <laughs> Yo, faux show, sure, we're all just walking each other home. Faux yeah. oh, shizzle. Nice. <laughs> I'm trying to hear Rob Doss saying the words faux shizzle. <laughs> right. Both ways. That's Both funny. Ways. Hillary, thank you so much for being with us today. We just love these quick check-ins with experienced podcasters to talk about mindset and kind of talk about we're all, like you said, we're all on this journey. We all have very similar mindset barriers that we all have to go through. And it's so fun to explore them so that we can help each other through this podcasting experience to keep doing this important work of getting our voices told. So thank you. Will Absolutely. you let us know where people can find you? Absolutely. You can find me on, well, I'm on all social media now, thanks to Dan Butner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to join TikTok oh now, too, so it's, I can... It's, 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 oh, it's we're summers. on TikTok. We just have one video, though. So. Right. It, it's a lot. Oh, okay. I mean, so... I, yeah, I don't even know. Most of, Apparently, I'm on TikTok. You're on TikTok. Just, it's a surprise. <laughs> uh, you can find me on all social media at Hillary Russo, except for TikTok, where I'm actually, holistically speaking, because I missed the boat on getting my own name. So it's no. Hillary... Oh, my gosh. It's fine. It's fine. It's holistically speaking on TikTok, but most of the stuff that I'm sharing is at Hillary Russo, like Instagram, Twitter, all you know, Facebook, everything like that. And then, of course, my website, HillaryRusso.com, and Holistically Speaking is on my website as well, but it's also um, on every podcast platform. You can find us everywhere, everywhere you want to be for great conversations and uh, just conversations. Remember that. Yeah. Conversations. Yeah. Traumas to triumphs through health, healing, and humor. Yep. Yeah. Woo. Say that five times real fast. I can. You, you nail it down. Holistically speaking, it wouldn't surprise the empowering me. space for conversations from trauma to triumph through health, healing, and humor. Whatever I can do to sh to hold space for people, to empower them, to get past those traumas and turn them into the triumphs. Wow. wow. That was fantastic. What a way to That end. is awesome. Mic drop <laughs> moment. Faux Absolutely. shizzle. Faux shizzle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Hillary. And listeners, remember, we will be linking all of her contact information in the show notes and that episode with Dan Butner that everybody needs to listen to. Thank you. Thank you. Well, David, I love every minute I spend with Hillary. We oh. laugh so much. It is always so much fun. So what were some of your favorite takeaways from this episode? Uh, I liked that she said that we're so much more than our numbers. Mm. She, the engagement from the guests and the listeners, that's where she gets the benefit from mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to her podcast. She, she, I don't feel has metrics for success. I think she just likes that she's able to give space to people and allow them the opportunity to tell their story. I would argue that's her metric for success. She's so passionate mm. about that aspect of broadcast journalism. In fact, she talked about how important authentic conversations are, this compassionate journalism and holding mm -hmm. space for people authentically, um, not overproducing, just being organic and real. Yeah. Um, I would say that is her metric for success. She's been in broadcast journalism for so long. It probably 
is, um, you know, something she has to work really hard on to not overproduce. That I would agree with. And to hold those authentic conversations. So I would say that's a really big metric right there. Yeah. Well, she's, she's successful at it. She is. She <laughs> her, is. Her, her podcast is fantastic. So she's, she's it, doing it very well. I yeah. love to what listen to her podcast because she has interesting guests like mm-hmm. Dan Butner. I mean, mm. oh my God. I'm but, a little fan. Boy over totally, Dan Butner. Totally. But I also love listening to her podcast for technical reasons. <laughs> I feel like I've become a better podcaster from listening to her podcast. Exactly. I have changed the way I do my introductions. I've approached my interviews a little bit differently. I, I definitely, she's one of those people that has greatly influenced the way I am as a podcaster. Um, so anyway, I, I just, I loved her. I just love her take on podcasting, that organic mm-hmm. approachability, the authentic conversations. I think that's, that's just my biggest takeaway with her. I think that's great that you say that. Uh, because she and I had a conversation recently about interviewing because I'm, Mm. as you know, I'm trying to improve my interviewing skills. And so I reached out to her because of how good she is Mm -hmm. and uh, had an interesting conversation with her about it. And she mentioned how it's good to go out and listen to people that are good Mm -hmm. at presenting, interviewing, such and such, Mm -hmm. and watch TED Talks, watch, you know, listen to podcast that you admire and things like that. And here you are saying the same thing about her. And I totally mm-hmm. agree with you hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I know she's inspired us a lot. Yeah, so. she has. Definitely. Yeah. I also like what she said about big name guests. She's had quite a few mm-hmm. on her podcast and Dan Buehner. she's like, Hi, Dan Buehner. She's like, they're not untouchable. They're people. Right. They're not untouchable. And what's the worst they can say? No. So ask, yeah. contact them. Um, and with the, the, the bigger people, you have to get to know the people that surround them. The people's right. people get, get in good with them. That was a and great tip. It is. It's a great <laughs> tip. Something and I honestly, would have never thought of. Well, you know, it's a really big, um, I spent a good amount of time as a receptionist in my younger years Mm. and a really big tip off of whether somebody is a good candidate for a job or not is how they treat the receptionist and that welcoming office staff, you know, the the first line of contact. Interesting. If somebody is rude to the first line of contact people, those first line of contact people will tell the boss and the boss more than likely will not hire that person because they don't want to bring somebody into their community that thinks they are better than the first line of contact people. Exactly. And so that's been something that's always been in my mind is you show respect to everybody you come in contact with because everybody is important to society in some way, right? And mm-hmm. and so you show that respect. And um, I really like how she brought that up of build a relationship with the people surrounding that big name that you want to get on your podcast. Really great lesson to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. All right, everyone. We hope you have enjoyed learning from Hillary as much as we have. And we hope you have a ton of fun recording. Have fun recording. Thanks for hanging out with us today. As a special thank you, we invite you to download the free guide in the show notes called The Biggest Mistake Podcasters Make and How to Avoid It. And please take a moment to leave us a review. Well, 
Only if you really like the show. (laughs) (laughs) And come on over and join our free Facebook community. We'd love to have you there. We believe your story is powerful and needs to be heard, and we would love to help you tell it. Uh, You're awesome. (laughs) I know. Have I told you lately (laughs) that I love you? You could say it again. I love you so freaking much. I love you. All right. (laughs) Done. Done. Dun, dun, dun. Green giant. I wish I had a joke. I can still hear you. How about some donut jokes? I do not want to glaze over the fact that I like you a whole lot. (laughs) Did you hear the joke about the donut? Probably not. It was crummy. I choked on a carrot this afternoon, and all I could think was, I bet a donut wouldn't have done this to me.